Welcome to Heart Shape Leaves After Dark podcast. What's up, Pumpkin? Oh, you know, um, there's some there's some definite some shits going down in the plant community, dear. What? What? The nicest, most sweetest community <laughs> on the planet, where everybody just it is sweet, smiles and and it is nice. It is sweet and it is nice and it is all those things, but. There are two things that can happen at the same time. It can oh. be sweet and nice, and there can be some shit. I mean, everybody's not exactly the same? Uh, that's very true. Wow. So we're going to talk about it. Let me but we're write gonna... that down real quick. <laughs> but I've got so much stuff to say about it that I guess we're just going to keep it for Rachel's reflections a little bit later in the show. So if you guys are watching on YouTube today, I am wearing my hot pink <clears throat> Smoking hot. <laughs> Thank you, dear. You're welcome. My hot pink hoodie that says, buy me plants, make me coffee, and tell me I'm beautiful. Uh, paired. You You're beautiful, <laughs> and I think we all know you get plants. Paired with my Care Bear um, <laughs> pajama pants, and I am wearing some, oh, God, about knocked everything over. I'm wearing some fuzzy Ugg slippers. What about those humongous glasses you got? Oh, <laughs> oh, um, these are just, I'm trying these out, so let me know what you think about them if you hate them. Shut the hell up and don't tell me that. And if you love them, be sure and leave that down below in the comments. Well, look at everybody so they can see oh, them straight I'm sorry. on. They're, you probably see some glare. We got some new lights. So yep. I'm sure that with these satellite dishes, I'm probably reflecting the sun back into that. So. Yeah, or, or calling for Mars or something. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think about those. Um, They're bigger like than said, your headphones. Hey. Almost. I need big glasses because I have a big personality. Don't okay. you remember Sally Jesse Raphael? Yeah. Don't you she, remember she those didn't have glasses? a big personality. She was boring, wasn't she, she? I don't remember. All I remember is her big ass red glasses. Yeah, she had big glasses. Point in case. I yeah. have no idea. Case about in point. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just backing down the byway. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have any clue of what's happening. You're backing today. down the byway. I'm backing down the byway. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna stay at the lab and buy the cake. Okay. Yeah. I do that. Well, if you did that very much, I couldn't. I would not be able to understand what you're saying. I can't. even though I know you're just flipping two letters. It like my brain just they, says, "No, I'm, not, I'm not even going to do it." I'm not choosing to flip them. <laughs> I like, know these are things. That well, the I, last one you did, but well, I'm just saying I can't because it's a classic one that I that I flip. Like it's funny how your brain works. I can I can read those paragraphs where they take the first the first letter of the word and the last letter of the word are correct, and every letter in between is mixed up. I can read that fluently without pause, without hesitation, and it just goes blurs right into into focus. But when you do that, I'm like, oh no, you know, I just isn't that I bet, weird? I bet word puzzles are really hard for you too. Uh, not really. Hey, you know me and my nana, unless they go up. Me and my nana can speak pig <laughs> because Latin. that's not natural. We can speak pig Latin around you, and you don't understand what we're saying. Yeah, no. And we can also spell. Really quickly. It's the same issue I have with like uh, strong accented English. Right. You know, if it's not, if it doesn't sound within a very narrow range of, of English, I have real trouble with it. If it don't sound like If this. it don't sound like you're from the <laughs> South and, and kind of stupid, uh, <laughs> that's how a Southern person really lays it on thick. <laughs> you see, when my ear gets anything with this right here, you uh, sound like the squid billy. <laughs> Let me tell you something right there. Here's what we're going to do. 
Well, my ear, I can't, I just can't, it's like static. It's like, if it ain't like this right here, it's just static. <laughs> oh. Y'all think I sound like Ruth? Y'all don't even know, okay, how Ruth I can sound. I don't think I sound exactly I, I like I think her. when you're really pushing it is when you sound like that. I don't think you normally sound like her. But sometimes I, I do upset, sound like I think they Kyler. When I get <laughs> What's his name? Uh, early Kyler. Early Kyler on Squidbilly. Sometimes I find myself and I hear that and I'm like, well, that sounded way too close to that. <laughs> we can't uh, help what we sound like. Hey, this it is, is what it is, it you is know. It is what it is, man. The Swedish sound like Swedish. Swedish. <laughs> and we sound like Southern. The it Germans, is. they sound like the Germans. And yeah. it's not a whole lot it's, you can it's do what about do it. the Swedish sound like? <laughs> I don't know. So apparently, um, it's official. I've bought too many damn plants. And I think we're drowning. Well, let's just let that set for a second. I don't think it's the fact that. You're saying. Wait, wait, wait. Let me Well, I just want to make sure I heard that right. I got to take my allergy pill. I don't have time for your (laughs) shit right now. You take the mic. You want to take it with some water? I want to take some coffee. That's disgusting. So you're saying that you have bought too many plants and currently have too many plants. I'd like to reenact <laughs> reenact the first part. I didn't buy too many. I think I'm propagating a lot, just trying to get ready for the, you know, just like purges That's and true. stuff like that. Yeah, we've dedicated and a whole section for propagations for the purge, monthly and purges. It's a lot. And, that, and that did take up some room, but you've also got a lot of stuff that's getting big. I think that's the issue is you've got a lot of plants that are huge. That are just they, getting big. I have a, t- I have like an eleven or twelve foot tall plant. Yeah, you're. What, what's a, it called? I call it the. It's called a, a the splendid. splendid. It's the melon. It's the melon across from varicosum cross, but it is just. It's last time we showed everybody. It was you were on a ladder to get to the top of it, but it yeah. did not touch the ceiling. It is on the ceiling, and it's had like three leaves crawling across the ceiling now, so it is officially... I just almost got a bug up my butt and said, if this video gets so many likes, I'll do something crazy. Oh, don't be crazy. Like, what would what would be crazy? I don't know. I Cutting, like, the it. top two nodes off of that and selling it? Yeah. But Jeez, that would be man. so, like... That's going to be so hard, because that, that plant's humongous, and I'm you really have I'm not going to say it, then. I'm not going to say it, then. Yeah. Y'all give this video likes anyways. Quit making me cut stuff. Right, don't Why are y'all being like that? Jesus. Yeah. What kind of a relationship is yeah. this? Oh, <laughs> speaking of uh, from the last time we did that, and y'all did do it. Tell them what's coming first because wait, the wait, time. Wait. Okay. I did. Oh. I already said there was some bullshit going on okay, in the plant okay, community. Okay, okay, you're right. Someone get right. into it later. Okay, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Hang with us. Yeah, oh. We got a lot of other crap to get out of our system. And if you're expecting me to get hateful or then just you can go ahead and click off because yep. that's not what's going to happen. So if if you're if you're in for the shock and awe, then you can just keep on trucking because that ain't what's going to happen today. It will be addressed. But anyways, the last time I threatened with like a whole bunch of likes on my plant video yeah, you to got chop it. my old Chaco, I did chop it. I propagated it. It did indeed grow roots. I did the two-node insurance policy when I cut right. it because I was that bottom positive. Node, yeah. I was positive that when I did go to cut... It was going to like slice the first node in half because it was just too tight. And if you just cut one node and you cut into it because they're so tight, it, it would just die. It root, right. So, so you cut two down. So if the bottom one died, mm-hmm. the next node up would be clean and it would propagate. Right, which the bottom one hasn't died. It's it just still root. fully intact, but the rooting came from the node above it and they're hot pink. With like bright ass yellow yeah. tips, they look really crazy. So you cut it, and you were all excited because it rooted. Yeah. And then what did you do with it? Well, babe, it was huge. 
I mean, this propagation for this El Chaco Red was probably I, I, you do. I always say how big, big is this, and you say it's big. It's so, big. So it was big, and so I went ahead and got rid of it on my purge group, my official dirty plant hoe purge group. Um, I don't want to really push any of that today. You know, you guys know I have memberships. But anyways, I got rid of it on there, and so it's going to a happy new home on Monday, and it was the first time that this plant hoarder <laughs> was able to say, I love the absolute tar out of this plant. Like, I you like love it. And I still was able to let it go. And I think it was a great step forward in my ability to kind of not just, you know, like I have, um, I have a lot of plants. Like, I have a ton of plants from when I first started collecting. You know, monsteras, you know, um, just regular ferns, all the, the average begonias that you can find at your local supermarkets because I love them, you know what I mean? So, but they're also taking up room for things that I could potentially be propagating, things that people are more interested in. Yep, sharing with other people, basically. Right, like I feel like I'm kind of holding myself back with all of my, with some of my plants. So it's just hard. It's like, I feel like Where's I'm, the balance between... Where's the balance? Am I turning my back on my original plants because... I'm thinking that they're taking up room. Like, I don't know. It's so stupid that we start thinking about things like that as plant parents. You know, like, it's really just needs to be, what do I want to do? Right. And what plants do you want to keep? And that's what you do. Move on from there and quit making it such a freaking hypothetical, or not hypothetical, but like existential type of, you know, ordeal. So That being said, what's some of your big plants <laughs> that you're considering cutting? My tie. It's got these two big, gigantic, mm. fist-sized, damn near nodes on it. The, the yeah, they're the tight, too, are, though, aren't they? They're tight, but they're not as tight as the El Chaco. Like, I can, definitely, can get underneath them. definitely chop it with no problem. So, I'm thinking about purging that. Um, well, those leaves are humongous. I know. They're, those yeah. tie leaves are, are like that big. Yeah, which, you know, brings up another thing, which I am going to get into later, which is about pricing. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can think what y'all want to think about pricing and yada, yada. Um, some people are on one side of the fence. You know, I hear a ton. Casey don't watch plant videos, so he don't really know, like, what's going on. So he's going to be, like, learning with you guys if you guys don't know what's going on. But right now, it comes in waves. It comes in waves. Like, there was a big, you know, everybody had a problem with the word rare, like, six months ago or something like that, you know. And then it kind of went away. And people stopped caring, and, and now it's coming back, and everybody kind of gives a shit again, you know? And it's like... I don't. <laughs> well, there's been some stuff going on in the know. plant community, I think, where there's been some people making some poor decisions and maybe taking things from places like botanical gardens. Oh, you know? like making cuts and yeah, trying and to sneak way, out of it. You know, me talking about it on this podcast is just an example of how much that information had spread. You know what I mean? And I'm sure that the person who did it regrets doing it i have no idea who this person is by the way i'm getting a lot of this information second and third hand right so it's like you know some of the stuff is third hand information some of it is like yeah. you know what happened so this because is you see the evidence very of general it. you guys this is super general you know so anyways we'll get into the pricing bit of it later but any the main point that we're making is i'm letting go of plants so i feel like i'm growing as a plant parent also, I'm creating a new hoard space mm-hmm. <laughs> out in my garage where I can hoard up more plants. Yeah, we, and I won't be so um, 
in the living room. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I've taken up too much living room space. You've tried to put all of everything that you like right on top of you. And, yeah. And you're getting, we're getting ready to go into the garage that we've taken in mm-hmm. and, uh, and well, we're going to create a filming out. space out there yep. and we're going to studio. Right. So just like you guys are seeing plants back here, uh, we want to keep that, you know? So when we create our little area out there, a lot of this, Maybe not the plant room. Don't go crazy. We don't need to move too fast. But definitely the plant racks that are out in the living room can be moved to the garage area for staging and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden it's like, look at all these cool plants I have for staging. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Right. You know what I mean? And then (laughs) we don't have to set up and tear down every time we do a recording, which is going to be nice. Just walk in there, flip the lights on. We Sit have down these big and get ass soft boxes, together. and every time that I go to film, like it's so hard to get it's like it an old the... boob tube TV. It's deep <laughs> it's and big. wide, and they just take up a lot of space. Big if wide. If you're a photographer, or if you're a fellow YouTuber, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Or if they don't have soft boxes, they're like, I have to film between 8 a.m. and 9:30 a.m. Mm-hmm. because that's the only time they have light to film if they don't have soft boxes so right. it's always a bitch it don't matter yep. if you have them you don't have them if you've upgraded it don't matter right we got the sansevieria over here looking cute is this is what what happened i don't know i didn't put Did it you there put it? i didn't put it there either well welcome oh, little well, buddy we, we have those type of, of <laughs> debates all the time in this house <laughs> well he i'm glad he's here to hang out wonder how he got here if i didn't do it and you didn't do it I really don't know how he got there. You do see it there, right? <laughs> Holy shit. Maybe I'm losing it. All right. I don't know. I don't know. I forgot to take my CBD oil this morning, too. Oh, okay. I try to can bring all watch, this stuff to the table. Can we watch you do it? Is that- I guess. Weirdo. <laughs> Is that what you want to do? Just you making- want to watch me do it? Sicko. Psychopath. Can you talk while Don't I'm doing you, I'm, this? I'm you just know this is a radio program, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're fired! Get out of here. So one of the other things we got that we did this week is we we bought a large aquarium. So as many of you have pointed out, <laughs> Koi are going to outgrow the bedroom tank, which we knew that. Uh, but thank you for pointing for reminding us. They didn't mean to be rude. Uh, no, it wasn't. But you know, we we were aware of that that was a starter tank for them, and they started getting bigger. So we've got a hundred and is it a uh, like a hundred gallon, seventy five gallon, hundred gallon, and we moved the three koi in here. They're just loving life, and then we are getting. I'm getting ready to build a flood and drain system for the aquaponics, uh, and then we're going to set up some couple of plants, maybe two, maybe three. And then we're going to build uh, uh, some structure for them to just grow all the way up in the aquaponic system. Which I'm really excited about. Because the varicosum that we've got in the bedroom is just killing it. I mean, but it's I looking good. just sell it right out from underneath you and make yeah. you start out with one of these little teeny tiny cuttings. That's okay. It's okay. Yep. We, we, I can do that. Because it, here's the deal, you guys. Looks, Remember back in the day when I was talking about power washing my couch? You remember that conversation? Yep. Yeah. And you remember how my Nana commented on that podcast and she was like, don't do it, Rachel. Don't you power wash that couch. You're going to ruin it. You're going to ruin it. And I was like, don't tell I'm power me what washing. to do. <laughs> I'm power washing. <laughs> we got a new pressure washer and we're going to do it. Uh, it didn't go well. So if you're out there and you're thinking about pressure washer in your couch, because I said to pressure washer your couch, please do not pressure washer your couch. Okay. So I have to get some new furniture. And I'm like hoping 
that with some of these, uh, with the, some of this purge monies, yep. some of these coins mm-hmm. that I can um, put sure. towards getting uh, a new piece of furniture. And I really want to get a mid-century modern shaped piece of furniture in case he's very upset with that because he's pretty convinced I sit that in a recliner, his ass will so I don't never care. be comfortable ever again. It don't have to be. I'm not comfortable in the furniture we got now. I sit in a recliner, so I don't care what it, what she gets in there. That's what I keep telling you. You can put in some cinder blocks with a <laughs> two by four over them. I'm not going to sit in it. So, well, you know, that's an awful lot of that's an awful lot of smack for somebody who every time I sit and go through and look for furniture, you're well, like, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I, this is the same man that just said I could put two damn cinder blocks in the living room, but he has got an opinion on every. I didn't say I like that thing. either. But when you asked me, do you like this? I don't remember you asking. You want me to say I don't care? I didn't ask. Yeah, you did. Say, said, look at this furniture. You were pulling it up on I your I was computer. telling you how much it cost. I wasn't saying, oh, do you like it? Oh, that's why you pulled the picture up. So the, <laughs> to, didn't the even prices? have a price. All right, I'm done talking to you. <laughs> I, wait, cancel the podcast. <laughs> I'm out of here. Uh, this is the part where the person you're interviewing freaks out and they start, storm off the and set. They start trying to get their, their mic, microphone. but they can't ever get it all the way. And it's they're like, always well, like, I got that in there. Good. <laughs> they're always dragging shit. Y'all knew I was a flat risk. <laughs> they're always running away. So, so in order to do that, you're, you're thinking about selling some high end stuff. That's with the tie. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's a pretty big well, tie. You did the Chaco. And don't think I don't know, Cost Farms is going to be yanking those things out, so I know I took a big hit on the price I could get for my tie. But here's the thing. In my in my members group, I try my best to keep the prices super competitive, number one, and then try to knock a little off the top after that. Right. So You usually go shop it and see what they're going for everywhere else these, and then knock I, it down a little bit. I feel bit. like if I put any of these plants up um, anywhere else, uh, the price would have at least doubled. Yeah, you know. At least. And you may throw some of these high-end stuff, just throw them on eBay and just let let it happen. I think some of my plants are like the ones, some of them I've been working on for years. Mm-hmm. I think I will, you know, because some of those top cuttings, you know, like I got four kids and a husband, mm-hmm. and I want some new furniture, you know what I mean? So I got to mm-hmm. make some scratch. Yeah, it still baffles me just watching some of these. Because Casey told me furniture is supposed to last for so long, and the last furniture that I got was how long ago? Uh, three years. And Casey said that my furniture is supposed to last for six years. Yeah. Well, between and children disagree. and pets. I disagree, and I want new furniture. Well, that one dumb dog we used to have uh, just, or, you know. No. Maddie. Oh. Yeah. Talking about just her rubbing her face all no, over the furniture just digging and, and digging and digging. She would. She was a digger, and she dug on that one and then oh, popped yeah. pop some of the stuff off well, of it. Well, it's cloth furniture, and yeah. now it looks like trash because we yep. have kids and everything. Yep. So I'm ready yeah, to but, get But, you know, you have a dog digging, not the, what do you call the little I things? I how that, bored everybody is right now. Yeah, I don't know. They probably had animals tear up their furniture, too, and children. So? Yeah. Most I think there's a lot of single people that listen to this, and there's like, a lot of people who the, don't have kids, and they like, just. What is this all and they're about? They're just like, oh, my God, these trashy people. Yeah, Three listen to them years. talking about their children. I've had my furniture like for just 12 animals. years, and it's like, yeah, it's brand new. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> no one sits on it, and we don't host company, and we don't oh, have kids or in animals. I, in my, I got a lot of bitches. The plants are week. easy on the, on, the, <laughs> on the furniture, by the way. The plants are very easy on it. Yeah, they don't do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I post, I tried to post it to our Facebook group, but then I went to go back and look. And my grandma, I asked, couldn't see it in the Facebook group. So I don't know if I did it right or not. To post what? It was a video. It was like how I'm going to be. Yeah, it's I, out there. When I go into my kid's house 
when they're grown up. Did you see that? I, I, I didn't watch it, but I saw that it was on. I think you posted it on the main Facebook page, not on the, on the, yeah. The main Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, it's out there. And you didn't watch it. I just noticed it this morning when I was setting up for the podcast. Well, anyway. When you were riding my butt. Are you ready? Are you ready? That did not happen. Hey, you like to say I'm a slave driver, so I like to say that you are too. No one buys it. No one's buying it, okay? Everybody knows I'm super chill. Everybody knows that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I see how this is going. Hey, uh, you need to calm down, all right? You just need to calm down. I thought we were going to be honest, uh, but now I'm... <laughs> I say we're like 90% honest. Yeah, I would do. 90%. I'm not super chill, ever. No, The only time not. I'm super chill is when I'm asleep. And you, I think that's you had we're really you had tired. me worked up and pissed off before I got in the shower this morning. Look, it's just a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. This morning, I but always I also know. did something really nice, and I said that you would have made a good king if you were ever a king of any lands of any kind. You know, I try to say nice stuff too because I know that I'm hard to handle. <laughs> that is one of the most strangest compliments I've ever had. I don't know. You'd make a great king, you pompous. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could have took it like that, but I was saying like you'd be fair. Oh, well, that's okay. what I meant. You'd I think be fair. I think I would be because even when I'm pissy with you, you're still sweet to me, and that's like how can you? I don't know how you do that. I really don't because when you're pissy, sometimes with me, I don't either. I don't either. But sometimes when I'm pissy with you, I, I don't know how to be sweet to you. When, no, you, know? you you can't. You can't. I try. You Can't just grab hold of you. You do a lot. Yeah, but. I'm, that's probably you're a better strength arms, of mine. You know what I mean? Like you're just—it don't matter if I'm mad at you or not. You're just like, are you okay? And well, I'm like, what, you, what you're seeing when you think I'm trying to be calm with you? I'm sitting here thinking, well, how can she get mad at me? <laughs> and I'm sitting here reflecting, what did I do? I didn't—I don't think I did anything. I'm being sweet. How in the world could this woman be upset with me right now? And it comes across as me just being nice and calm while you're being mad. Because it takes a long time to go through that to try to figure it out. Okay. So next time you come to me and I'm mad at you and you're being all sweet in my mind, what seems to be sweet, I'll be like, if you're contemplating what in the hell you did, I'll be sure and tell you. This is what you did. Oh, I'm just messing with you, babe. <laughs> just making crap up. You're a jerk. I could tell you didn't like where I was going with it, so I just kept going. You're a jerk. I'm uh, done. I'm done with you are, today. Are you done with me today? Well, why don't you just get to the point? Get to the point. Oh, yeah, no. and talk into the microphone. <laughs> Are you trying to look around your glasses or something? I couldn't see. I couldn't see anything. Oh, I was like trying to make sure you'd press record before oh. I go to you know actually putting. I've only no. done that twice that I can remember. <laughs> Every time, though, I think about that episode of Big Bang Theory where Sheldon was filming fun with flags and Amy forgot to hit record and he kept bringing it up and they're just arguing about it. I wonder if anybody else watches that show. I'm pretty sure it was the number one comedy for like many, many, many years. it's over now. I know, but everybody's aware of it because everybody watched it. We watch it almost every day for lunch. Yeah. Is that weird? Does that make us weird? Well, I figure if you're still laughing, why not watch it again? You well, know, at whatever like, point you're. Well, sometimes it's still pretty harsh, you know. Yeah, but at some point, if you watch it and it's it's not makes funny me sound anymore, like I have a problem though. That makes us sound like we're mentally. No, we're know? just creatures of habit. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll change it up and watch Seinfeld from time to time. Yeah, I think we need to because now that we've said it out loud, it does feel wrong, doesn't it? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Thank you, for, thank you for asking. Winston's got his actual butt sitting on my feet. 
Yeah, he had his paws on my feet, so he's sitting crossways, keeping our feet warm. So, what? Now it's time. What do you want? Is it time? Oh, to talk about the trash. Talk talk about the trash. Okay. It's time for Rachel's reflections. Here we go. Okay, so how this all started was like I was getting a lot of DMs, weird messages, and people being like, "Hey, are you okay? Is everything okay?" You know, and I'm like, yeah, everything's good, you know. But I got like four or five of those, and I thought that was Started pretty wondering, odd. Started wondering, what did that mean? Why would I they didn't know what me? it meant, and I thought maybe I'd said something in one of my videos that, you know, I don't know. So let me be, you know, first and foremost say that I'm not involved with any of this. So really my turn to talk about it is quite off, I would say. Well, you were, I think you got pulled into it from what you understand. <laughs> I didn't. Even though um, you weren't in it. Your name got pulled. Our names got pulled into it. Potentially. It could have potentially been pulled into it. So what we're going to talk about first is, um, like, I'm just going to humanize myself for you guys. I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory about me and, like, how I grew up because I don't feel like I talk about it very often. I talked about getting my ass whooped Mm -hmm. by Titi Lolo Sheramata Vivian. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And I talked about growing up in California. Right. Did I talk about really anything else? Because I don't want to be rep- repetitive. No. No, okay. but, you know, there's new people watching that might there not have seen There is new people watching. So um, I was the only child of a very young mom. In a lot of ways, it felt like we were kind of growing up together. So that was a strange thing. Um, when I was like five or six years old, she got married to a guy, and he was in the military. So we moved to California in San Diego where he could do his training, basic training and things like that. And we just stayed stationed out there. So it was like San Diego, San Diego. Yeah. So I was there from like a naval base, right? Yeah. Yeah. Navy. Naval, naval base. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was about five years old, six years old. So some of these ages might be a little bit off because I have. That sounds right. Because I think you come back at seven or eight. I was in first grade in California. That's yep. all I know. Mrs. That's, Bernstein that's six. in California. And she always wore metallic slide-on shoes. She was my favorite teacher in California. And then after that, I felt kind of lost in California. I was there until I came back in eighth grade. So I was there for okay. quite some time. You know, like I had all my, most of my puberty that I started was there. I smoked my first cigarette uh, before eighth grade. Uh, wow. In California, I still um, never smoked a cigarette. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I learned a lot of stuff. You know, like I hung I'm working out. up to it. <laughs> I hadn't got enough nerve to try it. Yeah, I went to an elementary school that was predominantly uh, black or Latino or um, Laotian at the mm-hmm. time because we were all stationed. You know what I mean? Like, right. so it was a lot of the naval people who were there. Um, there was there was just a lot going on. Like there was bars on my window. So I went from being like a Fort Smith, Arkansas little girl, and then I kind of went to like California, and there was bars on my window, and there was like a dumpster outside, and there was like people digging a dumpster at night. It was just a lot of. It was just a different. <clears throat> it was shell shock, you know. I was really shell shocked. I got used to it within the first three or four months, but it was just different. It was a different lifestyle. I got made fun of a lot because I was a Southern little girl. And I was in the middle of nowhere. And you were not in the South I anymore. I was not in the South anymore, so I got picked on a lot. So you think they picked on you just because you, the way you <laughs> sounded? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I got my hair pulled a lot. I got 
you know, it was it was rough. I got I hit my stride though when I was going into like the later years of elementary. I felt like I kind of got tougher. Mm-hmm. You know, people left me alone a little bit more. I got my group. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were all trying to get Swisher Sweet cigars so we could smoke those. I'm telling you, it was just like I don't know what we were. Is that doing. a brand? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just, but it was also adventurous. I got to go to like the San Diego Museum of Art. I got my uh, poetry published in a book while mm-hmm. I was out there. You were a poet and didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got exposed to the, the arts, the orchestra, opera, people walking lizards on leashes in the park. I told you guys about seeing the homeless guy take a dump in the park right. in San Diego. That didn't so, have a nose. But that was just bad stuff. Like, I saw a lot of cool stuff, too. I like I saw chicks with gigantic fake boobs. Mm-hmm. that wore only like little triangle, you know, but it was like their boobs were just levitating, you know, like you would just see the craziest <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? Like, so I had just been thoroughly just like exposed, you know, which is why I feel like most people who grow up in California are like just hyper exposed. They've seen everything mm-hmm. that, you know, but people from where I was from, they don't see that shit all mm-hmm. the time, you know? So it was weird coming back. So I came back. I'd hit my stride. I liked being in California. I liked mm-hmm. going to the beach. I liked my friends. You going to SeaWorld? I was in tap class. I went to SeaWorld whenever I wanted to go. You know what I mean? Only because we, we It was knew, right there. It's no, local. No, no, no. We knew someone who worked there. And they let you in? No, no, no. Like, oh. they had to go to do stuff for work. Oh. And so we could just tag along and go to work. So it was like backstage access. Oh, so you were... With one of the workers. Uh, yeah. We got to do all kinds of cool stuff. Feed. I mean, it was just a lot of exposure. Yeah. I love SeaWorld, by the way. I, no, I, you don't, because SeaWorld has been canceled. Have they? My dear. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just like, I like the animals, you know. Yeah, I think that you like. Are, the, are they not open anymore? I don't, I think they're like in the process of closing because they're just abusing the shit out of the animals down there. Oh. I, yeah, because orcas are not supposed to be in captivity, you know what I mean? So they're like flipping out and killing people and. Well, I knew that they had, a, they had some issues with that. We'll talk about it afterwards. Anyways, yeah, SeaWorld's been canceled, but yeah. It doesn't change the fact that when I was there, when I was a kid, that it was absolutely mind-blowing. You know what I mean? So, and then I came back from California because I had to. We were we were moving back. Um, I could tell that the relationship between my stepdad and my mom was quickly deteriorating. As soon as we got back, you know, I mean, they weren't mm-hmm. talking to each other. They lived in separate rooms damn near, you know. It was just totally weird. Mm-hmm. Things were getting... Shit was getting weird, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my real dad... Uh, is an alcoholic, and well, he didn't, I don't have nothing to do with him at all. My mom has debatable mental issues, and I understand that I'm saying this on the internet. And if it sounds like uh, scary, it is scary to say out loud. Well, on you're the giving internet. a backdrop to what's what yeah. you're about to talk about. Yeah. Well, and you know, it just gets so old. People being so afraid to share personal stories and to be open, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like. We're all human beings. We all come from big old, you know what I mean? I can see, I can see how like Casey came from a good upbringing. You know what I mean? Like we did not all come from dumpster fires. Like I thought when I was growing up that we all came from dumpster fires. I was like, what does your dumpster fire look like? You know what I mean? Because here's like, what mine's. I have a dumpster and you were like, fire. and I was like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like you grew up and it was like normal. Like one time, my mom said she was ready you. for us to go back to school because she's tired of us being at home during the summer. That was pretty harsh. 
These are legit conversations. We really had that conversation. So, anyways, um, when we got back from California, um, I could tell that my stepdad was getting pretty close to bailing, and he did. He bailed one day when I was like, I think, seventeen or eighteen, and I don't. I've never seen him again. Boom. He was just gone. He was he was in my life from five years old all the way up until I was like seventeen or eighteen. I loved him to death. I thought he hung the stars and moons. I thought he was the funniest guy. He was so funny. Like now, watch it now. I know he's nothing like you. Okay, but he did attempt <laughs> to do like the Jim Carrey humor and stuff like that. And and my mom was so troubled and bothered. She couldn't laugh at anything. No, 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 no. She laughed. She was a you know my mom. Our relationship has really deteriorated. I feel like her mental status has gotten worse mm-hmm. over the years. But I feel like at one time she struggled but was maintaining. Right. You know what I mean? So, Keeping it together. You know, he would make us all laugh. You know, I mean, he was like the glue to a certain extent, you know, mm-hmm. because me and my mom did not get along. And he was there to kind of like smooth everything out. He was out the middleman that kind of. Middleman, you know. Yep. And then one day when he left, I was like, oh, shit. He didn't just divorce her. He divorced me. You know what I mean? Like, he totally left. He didn't want nothing to do with nobody, you know, so. He's out. That was rough. Um, and I know a lot of you guys have gone through stuff like that. Some of y'all didn't even have a dad, didn't have a stepdad. Some of y'all probably maybe came from sperm donors for all I know. You know what I mean? There's people out there, and you got like, there's like 7,000 degrees of Kevin Bacon damage out there. You know what I mean? So This is just your flavor. This is just my flavor, you know? Um, shortly after we got back, my mom and dad, or stepdad, got a divorce, um, and that's when things got really bad. That's when my mom started really, I think, going downhill. I think I had a lot of problems cohabitating with her alone because she was going through her own mental struggles and things like that. So uh, I moved out when I was 16 years old. I got my own studio apartment. I, got, I had a job. I was going to school. I was doing my thing. You know what I mean? Um, I had to go back a couple of times to my mom's because of something. Well, you know. You hurt yourself or something. A couple of times I had, you know. <clears throat> anyways, so later on in life, um, I think I was 21 years old when I was I got pregnant the first time. And I was with a guy who was a real piece of monkey shit. And he still is. And I hope he listens to this podcast because he's the only person I'm going to talk shit about today. <laughs> but he's the one person that I, I mean, I kind of, you know, you get to thinking when you put things on the line with a person, you're like, this person would never do something like this. You know what I mean? Like, you really believe this person mm-hmm. would never walk away from the children that you have together. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what he did. Um, you know, we had a child together. What kind of crazy person would walk away from you? Oh, I don't know. I've, I mean, <laughs> I'm saying that jo- in a joking way, because but I very serious too. Number one, I wasn't the person that I was today. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I was hurt because of all the things that had happened in my life. I was full of venom because that had, that was all I'd learned to be full of. And it was just one of those things where I don't think – I'm glad you came along when you did because if you would have came along any sooner, I wouldn't have been good. I wouldn't have been good enough. I'm barely – Whatever. Babe. I know, I know you say that. <laughs> I'm but. just saying my ability to operate and function healthily in a relationship is on the mend but is definitely not perfect. Because I struggle. I don't think I learned as That's good a Rachel as you did. original, by the way. 
Health, healthily. Healthily? You I know? don't know. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> but anyway, we know what it means. <laughs> I had a I had a couple of kids, um, and he took off, and it was like, wow, I am suddenly in the situation that I never thought in a million years I'd be in. We're planning on that. The one you? that when I was like 16 or 17, I was like, girls like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I am never going to be one of those. Bitch, I was one of those girls for sure. I struggled. I cried all the time. You know, it, it was it was extremely isolating. You can't go out and do anything with anybody. You got a lot of, it takes a lot of work to do that by yourself. It takes a lot of work. Um, I didn't have help from my family because, well, my I don't want to discount my, you know, my, my extended family, uh, Your nana. my Nana, uh, my Aunt Denisa from time to time, you know, but my immediate family, your mom. my mom and, you know, there my real no dad, dad, my stepdad, there's no one to speak of other than that. There was no one to, to lean back on. I went through all of it alone, not to mention the fact that I gave birth to those two kids with no epidural and no pain shots and could have done it in the damn barn. You know what I mean? So it was like, I felt, I just like, yeah, from. <laughs> you got to hear those stories at some point. We that, won't we'll go save there. those for another day. I'm just saying. But uh, those nurses are probably still tell, talking about this one chick. I bet you they are. <laughs> and uh, that would be her. I bet you they are. Because <laughs> don't send a nun into my room when I'm nine centimeters, okay? You don't, if, if that's what you want, you asked for it. You knew what I was at once you sent her in there. Anyways. Um, I struggled a lot, and I think that because of this story that I'm telling you guys, which for some people is like, shit, girl, you had it good. You should hear what happened to me. And for some people, it's like, oh, my God, are you okay? You know? But everybody's got their own flavor of bullshit, which is what we're talking about. Thank God all of this happened before the internets. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, the internets have changed everything when when you're going through troubles. If I had Facebook or Instagram, or Twitter. when all this stuff was going on, and just the emotional vomit that I would have thought that would have been been okay at that point. Are you kidding? Yeah, social media is quite the dumpster fire Thank when it you, comes Jesus, to Jesus. That I was not anywhere near any of social media when I was going through all that because, damn, the internet lasts forever. You know, so yeah. I'm glad that I wasn't doing that stuff when the internet was around. It was all pre-comment section, pre-social media, pre-Facebook posting for me. Facebook was it around. It was during the MySpace days, maybe. Facebook, MySpace was just hitting its stride when I was graduating high school, but it was around. I had no interest in it. Yeah, back then it was like, what Facebook? Everybody uses MySpace. I had zero interest <laughs> in it. Everybody listening now was yeah. like, what? What's MySpace? <clears throat> So to tell you guys all these stories is to tell you that when I went through all this stuff and I kind of like had my own personal adversities, I got really, really, really hard. Like I got too hard, you know, like I didn't want to, I didn't want to have friends. I didn't want to have any kind of responsibility outside of what I was supposed to have responsibility for. I'm like sick of having so much responsibility. Um, you kids and yeah, forget everything else. Everybody get out of my freaking face. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want not, but a lot of people are like that. You know, they get tough and hard and they don't have, because when you open yourself up and you get hurt, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Scab it all over. Don't let anybody in and you're good for what you think, right? right. You, you think, think you you're are. good. Right. You think you're good. So defensive mechanism. Yeah. And I think at that point in my life, I really wanted to fight back at everything. There was, when you met me, I wanted to fight back at everything. 
there was a policy, and I actually told you what my policy was, and it was tit for tat. That is my policy. Yep. I want to methodically, scientifically, with numbers and dots, go through and tell you why you're wrong, yep. what I'm going to do about it, how stupid you are, how rude. I mean, I would just, you know what I mean? Like tit for tat, that is the only way I operated. You will not disrespect me. Mm-hmm. I will have the last word. You never had the philosophy of just letting it go. No, no, that just was not part of my philosophy. But when I met Casey, you know, uh, we got married, and I don't think he knew because we didn't fight a lot. Obviously, I don't think he knew quite how scorched earth policy I was about. I, I had, I had, had I'd seen glimpses. I was aware that that was idea. there. Yeah. But I think that Casey really calmed the storm for me because I was really just a mess. Getting all sweet and romantical. It's okay. You're going to have to cut this out because I'm about to get my shit together. It's okay. And uh, when me and Casey... <clears throat> not ready yet that's okay when me and Casey first got married we would um, we would have to deal with a lot of conflict there was a lot of conflict in our lives at the time not necessarily because of what we were going through personally between the two of us but we had a lot of conflict outside of us outside of us and I just like I would just insist on him acting a certain way. I mean, I would just be like, look, either you're going to handle this situation like this, or I don't know what I can do with you. Like, right. what was, am I going was, to do with we you? We started having problems because you, you know didn't what I mean? like, like the way I was handling no, it. No, like Casey was handling it <laughs> like a grown-ass adult would handle something, you know, and not really a grown-ass adult because I'm going to break it to y'all. There was a ton of grown-ass adults out there that act like straight-up, diaper-wearing-ass children out there. I'm not talking about those grown-ass adults. I'm talking about a real grown-ass adult who doesn't behave in a bad way because that's what you deserve. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of a grown-ass adult. And I was so upset with him for being a good human being (laughs) that I would scream at him. And I'd be like, what do we not scream? I don't think I've ever really shrieked at you. But I would just be like... This, got has worked got, up. this has got to change if you are not going to stand up for yourself. And you saw it as a weakness, like yeah, I wasn't standing up I for myself. I saw it as a weakness. I thought, oh, my God, I have screwed up. Oh, I didn't know you thought that. I have that. married someone who is going to be weak and can't defend. You know, I was just wanting you to be something that you weren't. You know what I mean? And that was hard because I was like. You were interpreting it all as weakness and bad. Yeah, because I hope you I don't still from, think that. Of course not, <laughs> okay. my dear. Of course I, you've never, not. I've never but, heard you say that yeah, before. But like, I mean, I know I, you didn't like you it. Know, but where I grew up and the people that I grew up around, that behavior is weak behavior. You know what I mean? Like either A, you burn the, the earth on which people right. stand, or B, you're weak. You know what I mean? Like what are you here for? You know what I mean? So it was really hard. Um, we went through a ton of struggles. I would say the first. I'd say the first year. I think year it was a whole year of just like, oh my god! I even told you I was like, I can't deal with this situation that you're dealing with. Okay, like I have to not be involved. 
in knowing how you're handling this situation because right. I love you and I do not want to fight with you about it. Yeah. Because I literally couldn't wrap my mind around maybe this is a better way to handle it. <laughs> Which is stupid, you know, but well, you know, when you're you're in a certain headspace, I call it an underdeveloped headspace, right? And I feel like every single person on the planet has to go through a certain amount of growth and bullshit and adversity and change before you realize, before you got that 2020 vision and you can look back and say, that was not <laughs> the best way to handle things. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like my, my life is the way I handle things now. I feel like I'm calmer. I feel like I'm more my genuine self. I feel like I'm a sweet person. And I feel like person. I'm allowing myself to be sweet mm-hmm. for like the first time ever. You're not looking for a fight at every right. every little thing that comes up. Is You're not looking for the fight to engage the right. fight. But I had to yep. learn that behavior. That's not, and it's not because I, I learned it because the, Casey was like, you know, you, you're going to, this is, you're going to have to start behaving like this. I swear to God, it was not like that. It was literally by having someone in my life that was setting a good example of how to deal with things. And that helped, you know, and it's like. Well, I think it also helped because I didn't, I didn't deal with it calmly and I didn't diffuse Every situation. There was a few situations where I was like, "All right, we're going to light this fuse and just see what happens." And uh, but that's not that wasn't every single time these problems come up. Mm-hmm. It was occasional. This is going to be a fight, and let's embrace it, and let's because we we can't let this happen. But everything wasn't worth elevating to that level. And, and that's when all you, we fought that, about. When I when you saw a little balance from me, you were like, "Okay, I can handle it now, as long as I know that that fire is there when it needs to be." Oh, I'd like everything. to go back and say that I think that's when I finally pumped the brakes. Yep. That's when I finally was like, "Okay, I don't have to worry anymore." Is that one time Casey was in a situation, and I wasn't there. And uh, it was one of the situations that, you know, I openly avoided because I didn't want to be put in a situation where I had We're to keep my mouth shut. We're being vague intentionally, guys. So. We're being vague intentionally. Um, you know, and so, and he was confronted and someone, you know, aggressed him in a way that he, with righteous indignation, came down. They didn't get into physical anything, but Casey finally said some of the things that I had wanted him to say for so long, but it was when it was the right time. It wasn't when it was just any old time. Right, it wasn't every time. It wasn't every, every time, yeah. and it actually made an impact because he didn't say it every time, and it just taught me a lot, you know, about, I mean, that's the value of being someone who ha- being with someone who has faith. Mm-hmm. That's the value of being with an older man, I feel like. I feel like, now, now, hang on hey, a second. you're older. You can just let's, let it go because you are. And I feel like that brings maturity, you know? Just like everybody else is, like, on their own path, so are you. And you wouldn't have been the right person if we would have met each other earlier. You right. know what I mean? So it all worked out for the best, I think, in the end. Yep. You know what I mean? But Absolutely. Um, but I live a healthier life. I live a more empowering life. I feel more in control of myself. I feel more in control of my actions. I feel um, more respectable because I don't fly off the handle all the time, and people know that they can count on me to be steady, Mm -hmm. uh, someone that they can depend on to be here. Um, We do take occasional weeks off or whatever, you know what I mean? But I feel like 
my mental health is sound. You know what I mean? Uh, I think we are all going through struggles right now because everyone's tension is elevated. Everyone's just on edge right now. But the thing is, is that my mental health at its core, because I have a good partner and I have the faith that, you know what I mean? Everything that we're going through right now will come to an end and there will be light at the end of the tunnel and things are going to get better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So let me see where I'm at in my little notes here. I just learned the basic thing to wrap all that up about Casey is I deserve, is that the main thing that I learned is that when someone deserves bullshit and meanness, it isn't a reason to give them bullshit and meanness. You know what I mean? Just because someone behaves badly is not an excuse for you to behave badly in return. It's and not that, our job to make sure everyone gets what they deserve because sometimes we're on the other end of that. <laughs> and when someone shows you kindness when you deserve crap because you really screwed up, and just FYI, it's powerful. I'm talking about our marriage and right. our relationship, and this is about plant tube. So don't be trying to draw any other conclusions besides that because that is all it's about. Right. I'm talking about our relationship, the things I've learned, and what's going on in plant tube right now. But that's so a way to de-escalate an issue rather than next thing you know, it's been going all day and you're fighting back and forth. And it's right. like this started with I could have shown kindness rather than fight. Or just nothing you at know? all. Or, or, or just, just nothing yeah. at all. Right. You know, um, I, I feel like um, I control my environment now. I get to control who and what comments on my life. So a lot of times before I let Casey, there was a lot of people who were allowed to make comments on my life. I feel like that didn't deserve to make comments on my life. And they were always making me feel bad about mm-hmm. um, who I was at my core. Belittling you. or uh, People were bel- belittling me. Uh, people were making me feel bad about my um, my credit score. You know what I mean? Like That's crazy. <laughs> I had so many people in my life like, that were just like, not good for me. And let me tell you something. I was like Edward Scissorhands cutting bitches out of my life left and right, y'all. There is nobody hardly left. There is nobody hardly left. And I've never been happier in my entire life. I, I'm not I'm not joking. It's just one of those things. Well, you got to get rid of the toxic. and when. So know. now that you guys know a little bit more about me and you know a little bit more about my history and what kind of stuff I've been through, and meeting Casey, and how I'm trying to be better, you know, at being a person and not being such a dumpster fire myself. Which should be all of our Which should be all goals, of our goals to try to in better life. ourselves, right. Yeah, I would like to address, you know, the issue at hand. So, I'm going to say these people's names out loud, and if they're upset with me, you know, I hope that they email me so that we can talk about it, but I'm pretty sure that they know me. And I know them, so we're just going to talk about it openly. Right. So, <clears throat> apparently, there's been a Facebook group, and I'm not going to name the Facebook group because I don't want to give them attention. I don't feel like it's the moderator's responsibility to control everything that's typed out by a person who's in a group. Right. The people who are in the group were responsible for these actions, and they're responsible alone right. for these actions. And cool. we're not trying to cause any backlash on anybody. No. Okay, but what happened was in this Facebook group, they started a thread, and there were people who were talking trash about Kaylee Ellen. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. She has a wonderful plant tube, <laughs> wonderful plant tube channel. She works very hard at what she does. Kaylee and I, Kaylee Ellen and I, we don't run together. 
Okay. I just want to say that out loud. We yeah. know each other as of we know of each other. We do not. We, we're mean, just not personal friends. How many messages have exchanged? Two? Over, I don't ever? know. I mean, I'm just, just saying we know yeah. of each other. We don't right. know it's each other. It's not like y'all are talking every week or nothing. Um, and these people in this plant, plant uh, Facebook group were also talking about other YouTubers. Um, I heard the names, and these are not verified, by the way. This is basically you're getting this third-hand information, but it needs to be addressed. I heard Sharina Toledo's name being brought up. I heard my name being brought up. This is all being brought up negatively. Oh, we're going to get into it. Okay. Because uh, I, I haven't heard, heard the story. Plant Just Me Ashley's name was brought up. Um, who You know, all these are plant tubers, and I don't run with any of these people. Okay? None of them. We're not, none of us are personal friends. However, inside of this Facebook thread, people decided that they were going to talk about the personal appearances negatively about these people. And when I'm saying personal appearances negatively, I'm thinking whatever you're thinking in your head right now, that's what they were doing. Yeah. They were making fun of their the weight. Either they were too thin or they were too fat. They were making fun of their facial features, saying their either their teeth to- were too big or their teeth were too small or they didn't wear enough makeup or they didn't or they didn't, you know, or they wore too much makeup. Which we've heard or like before. Their voice is so stupid or you know, and this is, I'm just assuming that I was involved in this group. We are the easiest targets. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like us being us hillbillies and whatnot. I'm sure yeah. we had, that. I mean, they had memes about these girls going back and forth. It was pretty disgusting behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, very disgusting. What's worse about this type of behavior is that Kaylee Ellen got to see it personally. So she was, Was she I think, in the group? I don't know if she was in the group or if someone sent her screenshots of it. I'm pretty sure screenshots were sent to the other people who were also in the group. So, so there's some receipts floating around. There's some receipts definitely floating around. I have some receipts also. But just to be honest with you guys, it broke my heart. It literally broke my heart when I looked at it because that's me. Mm-hmm. I'm a plant tuber. That's me. Mm-hmm. You know, like what am I supposed to do? Let you guys just run everybody into the ground and then come for me? Mm-hmm. When, when there's nobody else left to come for, you can come for me then? Right. Or do I just not put off, like, the air, the vibe of, of, of you know, people attacking me? I'm not 100% sure what it is. But it's horrific when everyone has to look at something like that when it's exposed to the light, when, when people's bad behavior is actually exposed. Now, if you're thinking that I'm going to call these girls bitches or idiots or dumbasses, I'm not. Because guess what? I've been one of those Facebook girls before. Now, thank God it wasn't ever the Internet's age when I was Uh, one of those Facebook girls. It was high school, and we didn't have the Internet's on our phone, but I sure as hell talked shit about other girls. Well, everyone can relate to saying things that you look back on. You believe I talked trash about other girls. And you're like, boy, looking back, I wish I wouldn't have said that. You know, everybody's Um, got those moments. Yeah, I really wish I wouldn't have said that. Like, I was so full. Pro tip, don't put them on the internet for for all of history. I'll get there. (laughs) Okay, am I jumping ahead of you here? I'm just saying, um, I'm not going to act holier than thou, right? Like, I would, I would never clutch my pearls, and I would never put that type of thing. I would never do something. Girl, please. Bitch, we're all doing that in private. It's one thing to say whatever you want to say in private, 
and talk your shit, get it off your chest. If you're, you know, jealous that they're doing better than you or if you think that they're cuter than you and you want to talk some trash in your home, that's your prerogative. <laughs> Is that where a lot of this comes from? Jeal- jealousy. I don't know where it comes from. It's ugly. They're, they're not, they're underdeveloped. Right, mm-hmm. they haven't they have not matured. But that doesn't mean that I would have wanted someone attacking me ten years ago. I still wouldn't right. have wanted someone attacking my ass ten years ago. You just have to be able to look at that and be like, "Oh, this is something that's ugly. This is something that shouldn't have happened. Those girls shouldn't have done that." And we all need to move. You know what I mean? It just right. needs to be put away, and everybody just needs to move on. Which I'm sure Kaylee Ellen has already done. I'm pretty sure she had to take a break from social media. Yeah. And that's just like Jenna Marbles leaving social media because of the bullying and the mm-hmm. commenting and all the horse shit. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's like when you when you guys, you know, you want to be like, oh, well, you put yourself out there on YouTube. It's all fair game. You're, it's all fair game. Well, I just told you guys my whole life story, a lot of struggles that I've been through, and I challenge you. If you think that this is so easy, if you think that it's easy to put out all your emotional stuff out there on the internet. Do it. Do it. Do it and let someone judge you mm-hmm. so that you can evolve, so that you can see what it feels like when someone takes your innermost personal workings and then makes them fodder mm-hmm. in the comment section. Well, it kind of goes know? back to what we were just talking about. Just because you can do it doesn't mean that you should do it. Yeah, you got a right to say yeah. whatever you want to say, and you can put it on wherever you want to. But, yeah. you know, think about... And I've got a message to any of the ladies that were in that group um, that were being talked about. Not to, the, not to the ladies that were saying ugly things or the guys that were saying ugly things because I don't talk to underdeveloped people. I just don't. I have too much shit to do in my life. I have too much going on. I've got too many kids. They have homework. I have plants to water. I have a husband that needs servicing and attention and food all the damn time. And I don't What's have for time to deal with. With your underdeveloped ass. I don't, okay? So if that's the kind of BS you're going to try to bring over here, and that's the kind of BS you're going to try to put in the comment section, and of course I'm not talking to my lovely, loyal viewers. Right. I am not. And you we guys really don't the know the names of them. chillest, illest plant people in the plant community. Y'all let me call you hookers and horse on a daily basis. Hose, and I not love horse. you for it. We're going to do horse today. But, you know, I just love you for it, and it's a, it's a cool place to be. You know what I mean? So I just have a message to those ladies, to Kaylee Ellen, to, to Ashley at Plant Me Ashley, to Sharina Toledo, to, to any other girls that are, that are being talked to or talked about in these groups. You are, you guys are doing so well that this is, this is the kind of shit that's going to happen. I'm sure I'm not telling you guys anything that you don't already know. But here's something that I am going to tell you. I'm proud of each and every one of you for being brave enough to put yourself on the Internet. I think that you're all beautiful people. I think that the reason why you get some of the hate that you're experiencing is because you're beautiful people and the fact that you're successful at what you're doing. And, you know, my Nana told me that if you ain't got 20% more haters every year, then you doing something wrong, boo-boo. Okay. That's what she says every Christmas to me. So if you don't have people doing this to you, then you're my baby. maybe you're not making waves big enough. I don't know. You know what I mean? But y'all are doing the right thing. I commend you for putting yourselves on the Internet. Bravo for doing such a good job. And please, for the love of God, 
do not let this type of negativity into your eyeballs. I'm not talking about don't let it into your psyche. Don't let it into your eyeballs. If Facebook is going to be an avenue through which these things come into your eyeballs, get off the Facebook. If Instagram becomes something that makes you feel like shit every single time you open up that app, delete the app. Stop doing it. Don't do it to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, just make sure that you're taking care of your own mental health and things like that. You know what I mean? So... Thank you, ladies, for participating in the internet. Thank you for being my peers on PlantTube. I really appreciate the fact that I do have other ladies that I can see out there, I can look to, and I hope to God that someday if everybody's talking trash about me, that there will be somebody out there to say, this is disgusting, this uh, is ugly. Someone defending this you. Is not, should be, this should, should not be happening. And also opening up a window into how difficult this right. is to do. This is not easy to y'all just think it like we'll just throw up a camera just and just do and it. Upload you know, it's no Casey yeah. thought that for a long time. You know, yeah. it's just and it's, it's not, not that easy. Anywhere close to that. You're opening up like your 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 psyche to strangers and it's very intimidating. So yeah. you ladies are killing it. You're doing a great job. And um, to all the other girls out there who think that it's um, their pastime to write comments and you know, be lengthy in your criticism. Um, I know that a lot of YouTubers kind of allow that stuff to happen, and they're just like, well, you know, what are you going to do? And then they get it back in there, and they'll comment back, and I am so sorry that you feel that way, and they'll go back and forth. I urge you, this is going to be like a, a library video where I can send girls that are saying, what do I need to do if I'm starting a YouTube channel? Mm -hmm. And here's what you need to do. Stop giving a shit what everybody thinks. That includes the people who are making fun of you, talking trash about you, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> commenting on everything about you under the sun. You yep. know, you got you can't care about it. You gotta decide And we're not saying that's easy. Hell no, it's not it's easy. It's not easy to, to have that, but you have to have that mentality up front and you have to attempt that because if you're not really thinking about it and then when they then when they drop the hammer with all this ugliness, you gotta have something to kind of fall back on. It's like, well I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not gonna focus on that. I'm gonna delete it and move on, you know. Like we all thought, I bet me and Kaylee Ellen and Ashley and Pam and, you know, not dude and Becca and everybody else, when we all started our YouTube channels, we all were like, yeah, we're going to get some hate comments, and it'll be all right, because screw the haters, and blah, 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 blah. And then yep. they start coming in. Kind of an innocent in. view of things. And then they start coming in, and you, you, it's hard. Yep. You know what I mean? Because some people will attack things about yourself that you don't like about yourself, and then it becomes an emotional issue. Right. And then you're like, oh, my God, I've thought about this bad comment all day long. Mm. But I assure you... That um, you guys, um, for the most part, I think I think my whole YouTube career, I blocked like fifteen people. Right, not Maybe. many, not many. Yeah, it's not many for fifteen thousand subscribers. For, not for a year and a half. It's and not. It's not. But I guarantee it. If you get ugly in my comment section, I'm gonna block your ass. I have a. There's a lot of people who think that that's like a real super taboo thing to say. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, oh, you gotta, you gotta really, oh, 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 you know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna lose a subscriber. Do you want a subscriber there?
that's going to be trashing you on a daily basis. Right. Do you and need I'll, that critic in your life? And, I don't think And you also, do. we feel like we have a responsibility to all the people who do like our content, that do subscribe, that do watch and enjoy it, to not have to put up with all that crap either. You don't come here to watch, to, to read ugly comments and get and see drama. Speaking so, of comments and negative comments, I've never talked about negative comments on my, my channel, Heart Shaped Leaves. I've never talked about negative comments, not one time. I've talked about them here on Heart Shaped or Houseplant Drama, part shade. one. Yep. And I'm talking about it now on Houseplant Drama, Shade, part two. But I do not talk about negative comments on my channel because you guys don't, the negative people, they don't get any airtime on my platform. Right. I work really, really hard on this channel. I work really, really hard on my content. And you don't get to put your negativity out there for it to just stick right. and stay for hours and hours on end. Um. You can uh, you can talk shit about me like I'm not telling telling you you can't, but you have to go do it somewhere else. Right? Like you can't do it here. Right? You know, like I I work too hard for this, and you're not going to do it here. Right? And you got to write the talk whatever you there, want somewhere saying, else. Oh well, you can't take criticism, and you can't do this, and you can't do that. Maybe I can't stay up out of here. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can think whatever you want to think about it, but you're going to have to take your ass somewhere else. Right. They don't have do a right to come in and think they can control. What no, you do and no. how you do it. So they have their opinion, but they can have it somewhere else. And it's else. okay for other YouTubers if you're a young lady and you're listening to me and you're like, Rachel sent me here to watch this video because I'm trying to start my own YouTube channel. I feel bad when ladies get in my DMs and they're like, How do I start a YouTube channel? How am I supposed to tell them all this stuff? Yeah. Babe, yeah, how am I supposed to tell some and... young lady? Um, it's okay. Just start a YouTube channel. It's just do it. Just set your computer up. Just turn your camera on. How am I supposed to send a girl into a war zone mm -hmm. without a gun, without right. without a, a vest? How am I supposed to send a girl out into war without yep. this? So this is my, I'm sending you to war video, okay? There are and you may have to watch it over the course of six, <laughs> six or eight months because when you start, you may think, well, that doesn't apply to me. That doesn't apply Everyone's to me. Everyone's real positive here. Right. And, you know. <laughs> Give it some time. Everybody in the plant community struggles with this from time to time. I feel like I do pretty good with it because I have a very good support system. But it's this is going to happen. If you want to start a YouTube channel, you have to be prepared for this. This is coming mm -hmm. for you. It's, right. Maybe not if you're not successful. But if you're successful, this shit is coming for you. So you yep. better get get ready for it. And it's not just YouTube. It's if you're successful on Instagram, if you're successful on Facebook. It doesn't matter. It's like people get worked up once mm -hmm. you get to a certain point of a success. And then they're just like, oh, this person's no longer human. So I can just say whatever the hell I want right. to say. You right. know, like on Steve's Leaves, you know, I know my friend Darren is making the post for Steve's leaves. And when he makes a post about something innocuous and people start attacking, and I understand he's making a post that represents a company. I get that, right? And I understand that there's nothing I can do about the people who say ugly things, mm -hmm. nor would he want me to. Right. But who are these people that think it's okay to say ugly things on the internet? It's like... Do you guys not realize that this shit is forever? Well, I think a lot of people feel that the anonymity they get 
sorry to use that word again. I know you, have tr- you <laughs> it's struggle. Anonymity. The anonymity of being online <laughs> is 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 like a. It's like it's it gives people some sort of a freedom to do stuff that they wouldn't say to your face, and I think that's a good thing. If like, how many times have you typed up a response to something, and then and you take it. and then you, and then you erase it, you yeah. know? And the one thing we always do is like, would you say that to their face in person? Yeah, see, that's if, the thing. If you're if you're crossing that line that you wouldn't do it face to face, then you probably don't need to do it online either because you're you're pushing you're pushing it to a point that's not cordial that's this not whole time that i've been talking i have not said one thing that i wouldn't say in front of not only the girls that made the comments but also the girls that received the comments right. i wouldn't there's not one thing i wouldn't say to anybody in this it was if they, if they were in the room with me and that's now you guys you young ladies need to treat people who are on the internet i feel like if you want to have a long successful life on the internet where people can't dig shit up about you being ugly to prevent you from being employed or prevent you from getting some sort of break that you're looking for, is if you wouldn't say that to a person standing right next to you, why on earth would you type it out? Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to test your ass. They're going to mm. say things about you that you've been feeling insecure about your whole life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, they're going to be like, look at this bitch's nose. She looks like a turtle. Mm-hmm. And you're going to lose your shit. <laughs> but the but, point you know, is, is to lose your shit in the shower. Uh, delete the comment, block the user, and move do on. not be scared of losing a subscriber. There's no subscriber you want in your life that's going to act that. That's like saying, oh, I don't want my boyfriend to go. He comes over and he brings me food, but he also punches me in the face and calls me a hooker. Okay, well, get rid of him. Okay, lady, we don't need that kind of activity around here. I don't care if he brings you KFC. Okay, yep. so get over yourself. You know what I mean? How many times have you heard that one directly? I mean, it's it's just... That's just life, you know. How many times have I heard that story? Not from me. <laughs> I mean, from other people, you know. Those, it's just that's, yeah. that's life. Flush just, them down the toilet. Yeah. Flush them down the toilet. You don't need that stuff in your life. Block that person. Block that user. Now, and I there think are so. a lot of people who comment on my comment section that be riding the damn line. <laughs> and we talked about this last time. And these people, and I think it has to do with whether or not. With danger. Whether or not. It's my moon time, I think, is whether or not how good I deal with some of these comments. But some people be getting shitty, but they be doing it in a passive-aggressive way. Yep. And I pick up on that shit, too, y'all. I'm pretty yeah, smart She's got girl. a psychology background, so, so she's very aware. Don't do it because I don't want to block you. I love you guys. And um, we don't make that decision off the cuff. I mean, we usually talk oh, about God, it, and we're no. like, if we're not in really in agreement on it, we're like, okay, we're going to let this one go, but we're going to be watching that person, you know. <laughs> But it, it's not like we're just trigger happy on the that. The thing is, the bigger our channel gets, the less we're going to be able to do that. Right. Because we can't literally read and respond to every comment read and message. Respond. I mean, it's just. And what happens when our comment section gets so big that there might be someone like trashing another YouTuber, like sick, like 70 comments down, and we don't know what's happening? Yep. Like, what's. I don't know what the answer is. All I know is that YouTube is a dumpster fire. Put your helmet on, get your gear. Be ready for it. If you're coming out here and you're wanting to make a plant channel, not only is it fun, not only is the plant community a beautiful and great place to be, but you better be ready for the Internet. There's because still the Internet is ready for your ass. There's still going to be those bad seeds out there that mm-hmm. are going to stir up trouble. And it, it, I know it's cheesy, and it's every, something you learned when you was a kid at Sunday school, but it's just like treat everybody the way you want to be treated. It's really simple concept. It's really hard to do that. Especially when you're mad and upset about stuff, but oh, you know, also, a and little, that starts with you. 
Right. You don't have to make everybody do it at the same time. You do it. Yeah, and just and a then little, I'll do it. little Easter egg for you. Um, whenever I'm on Instagram and I'm, like, scrolling through stuff, uh, I just block people when I see them being ugly and, uh, like, cutting people down or being rude. Just basically being rude. I'm, like, the Hannibal Lecter of Instagram. Like, I'm just murking accounts left and right because I can't stand the level of rudeness that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. So, I've blocked so many people on Instagram. It ain't even funny. And just know that if I'm perusing and I see your ass showing your ass, and if you look me up on Instagram and you're blocked, you might want to think about seeking therapy because you probably got blocked for a reason. Um, I also wanted to tell you guys that if you think that I'm over here not getting attacked, uh, I have been attacked more times online in the past four weeks than I've ever been attacked ever. Mm-hmm. I have been called a bigot. I have been called a racist for no apparent reason. I have been called, um, oh, I was told that my tattoo, well, I was not allowed to have this tattoo because I am not Cherokee. But you are Cherokee. <laughs> um, and then I told her that. First of all, it's none of your business. And well, second of all, she is Cherokee. <laughs> it was weird because in the comment section of it was on one of my Instagram posts and she was like, are you Cherokee? And so I thought she was just being inquisitive. And I yeah. said, yeah. And she goes, and then she dropped some sort of link about why, why women um, in the middle America think that they're Cherokee when they're not. So it was the fact that I wasn't full-blooded Cherokee. That I couldn't be Cherokee. You have a card that shows exactly what you are. then she came to my Instagram page. <laughs> and then she said, she's probably going to block me here like she blocked me on Instagram. But blah, 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 blah. I, I didn't even read it all because I blocked her ass so fast. But I was like, is this really where we're at, guys? You guys are going to attack me because I'm not Indian enough to have a tattoo. You know what I mean? It's like, no. seriously? I have been attacked more uh, definitely lately than I've ever been attacked yep. before but guess what over silly things I'm just or nothing. I'm just over here trying to live my life and do my thing and I suggest if you're trying to start a YouTube channel you need to live your life and you need to do your thing you don't owe anybody shit you don't owe anybody an apology for nothing you don't owe anybody an explanation for nothing you're putting videos on the internet you're running a YouTube channel either they like it or they don't like it and they can kick rocks okay yeah, it's not like there's not other options out there if you don't like something don't watch it don't watch it you know it's not that hard you know what i mean like don't be a douche about it you know so it's an everyday decision <laughs> we all make it and that's why i don't talk about negative shit on the on the regular is because it always tends to go down like a real negative road even though we're not saying even though we're not name calling and stuff like that it's just a vibe you know yep. what i mean but like i said i needed to have this in my catalog for the girls or for the guys that when they're starting their YouTube channel, they know what they're getting into. They know what they need to be prepared for. You need to get your mental health in order. We got Jenna Marbles out there. She ain't even online right now. You know what I mean? Because over a month. She just they wrecked you can her. imagine the le- you can her. imagine the level that it took for her to get to this point because she's been doing this for a long time, long time. and she's seen all kinds of crap. You know, she's seen yeah, she stuff. She was kind of like my lighthouse. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if used if to watch. Jenna, yeah. If Jenna can deal with the bullshit, if Jenna can be unbothered by the bullshit, if Jenna can consistently stay out of trouble, you know, so can I, so can I, so can I, so can I. And then then when that hit the fan, I was like, oh, so the one person that I could really say 
was making it in spite of the fact of how hard this shit is mental health-wise. She done fell off the, the side of the earth. So we're on our own, kiddos. Right. You know, this is like Thunderdome at this point. And the... And when you see, you know, come to people's defense. Defend people when they're getting attacked for stupid stuff. Oh, wait, you know? wait, wait. You don't have to I like them. You don't have to be their down. friends. You don't have to be in their running circle where you talk all the time. But, you know, call a spade a spade. I had written down. Let me, let me know? say this. Let me say this real quick. Um, I had this written down and I glossed over it. When I do get negative comments in my comment section, I don't think the fact that the negative comment happened, it bothers me the most. I think it's when the negative comment gets made and then no one, no one else either A, sees the comment or B, has the cajones to defend the person, to, to, to defend me in my comment section. You know what I mean? Which I do not want you to be profane. I do not want you to belittle and I do not want you to threaten. These are not my requests when I want to be, when someone's being ugly to me. What I want you to be is there for me. If someone is being rude, it's okay to put the word rude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's okay. You can say rude, yeah, one you, word, you rude. You say that all the time in real, part, in real yeah, life. Yeah, it's okay to say, I really wish that you wouldn't speak to someone like this. Or I really wish that you wouldn't belittle someone. Or I really, you know, you can be... Because the internet's forever, and I'm not trying to get y'all caught up in no in, drama. in, my, in no drama. There is no there's no need for it. And all I'm saying is, don't get lost in going back and forth with some stranger. The intent is to let the person know that they're not alone. So if that person comes back at you and wants to argue with you, you let it go. Don't go any further, right? But if you're on some randos thing and someone has left a, left a comment on that video and said. You're ugly, and one of your eyes is bigger than the other. And that's the only comment sitting on that whole damn video. Can you think you could just put a comment on that comment and say, I really don't think this, whatever it is, it doesn't matter if you just put smiley faces and say, why are, why are you being so mean to someone who doesn't deserve it? It doesn't matter. Whatever you say, well, the person who made that video, that they'll appreciate that you made to their, their whole damn day that they felt like they weren't alone and someone had their back it's not that hard you know what I mean and for so many people I know that there's a lot of ganging up that's happening right now I'm pretty sure you know uh Kaylee Ellen can't do shit you know she can't fart without there being a gang of people you know what I mean at Mm -hmm. her door trying to tell her what to do or how to do it you know and I don't know anything about the situation that's just my (laughs) basic assessments of what's going on you know but I just if they're if they're being ugly and they're threatening, report them. If they're breaking the law, if they're breaking YouTube's guidelines, report that shit. If no. they're not breaking YouTube guidelines, then block them. You know that you can block someone else on YouTube, even if you don't make videos. You can highlight their name and you can block that user. That means for the rest of the time on internet, <laughs> while that person's running around with that username, you don't have to come into contact with them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yep. Don't get lost in arguing back and forth, but let the person know that you're there. You know right. what I mean? Let them know that they have a person besides just being alone on the internet. It's right. a very, it, the void is a very scary place. 
And when you feel like you're alone, it's weird. And in all fairness, that's not necessarily commentary on our audience and our commenters because when because we usually find that stuff pretty quick and delete it. So it's not like it's sitting out there for six months and we're looking at it like, hey, nobody come to our defense because we get rid of that crap really fast. And for the most but part, people, as we do, grow, come to, people yeah. do come to my defense right. and, boy, I don't have to say nothing when that happens. When that ha- yeah, and it I just, just feel like, thank you. Thank you for someone saying something, not letting this jackass just run roughshod on the comment section. You know what I mean? It's just like, I guess I have a different way of looking at shit. Some people look at their comment section and they're like, I cannot silence these voices. Like, these voices all deserve to be heard. Bullshit. Have you ever been in Walmart? Okay? Do you think (laughs) they don't deserve to be heard? You know what I'm saying? Like, some of them people... Don't even have their damn teeth in. Did you know that they have internet access all over the world? Did you know this that this is every... not a do they have a right? This is <laughs> this is court... your it's page. your right. It's, it's your, your page. right to delete their ass. You have a right of what comes and of what's exposed on your channel. And computers are everywhere, and every asshole. That's what they say. Every opinion. What do they say? Opinions are like assholes. Opinions are like Everybody's assholes. got one, well, and so most the of them stink. <laughs> so is the internet. Yeah. Everybody's got it these yeah. days. And ultimately, they can go create their own page and say whatever the heck they want to say. If they're brave enough, but you I know, doubt But most they people are. aren't. It's just easier to jump in on some other big channel, knowing that they've got thousands and thousands of people reading their comment, you know, and then they can get off on making a, you know, a, a shitty comment on somebody. Yeah, and um, uh, that's all I've got to say about that bullshit that happened. That's all? No, no, no. That wasn't Don't much. push the button because I got one more. Much. Don't push because I got one more thing to say. I was and being sarcastic because you went on for an hour. If people <laughs> people got now I'm going on for more than that and you know I, Buckle up. Buckle up, bitches. I told you I had a lot to say today. The water to um, plants. <laughs> there there's another thing besides the uh the whole the Facebook, you know, where people were being ugly and it was all out in the open. I just want you guys to know that that shit happens all the time. Um and that those girls obviously don't deserve it, but it'll happen again. Uh, you yep. don't get to decide what other people do. You don't get to decide what other people price their plants out. And now here's the part where everybody's going to get mad at me and there's going to be lots of comments in the comment section mm. that go and say, Rachel, you don't know what the, what the hell you're talking about. Um, prices. It's, it's something that's, you know, people really focus in on and they let their whole world right now be some sort of, you know, they're trying to keep, prices down and they're trying to price shame people and they're saying people are price gouging and yada 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 and it's just it's getting kind of sickening you can't decide it's more of this misdirected energy talk right so i can't decide what someone charges for plants right Mm -hmm. and i can't decide how educated a buyer is right i can't decide what happens on ebay i don't have any control over the market um, you know, and people and one person's not controlling the market anyway, well, single handedly. As much as you guys would like to think so, influencers are not controlling the prices of these plants. Now right. they do have a hand in in trying to make things a little bit more popular, but there is a pandemic going on right now. Nobody's getting plants. There's yep. there's not a lot of importing being done. We've I've had an import order that hasn't come in for seven months. People who are selling plants right now aren't getting the cheap plants yeah, that they can turn around and true. make money on. We've had one from February. Yeah, so everybody's relying Word. on their own propagating, and that's why the prices are going up for some people. So here's what you can do about it. Don't buy it if it's too high. Uh, don't 
harass the person who's selling that plant. You don't know what they're going don't through. Don't harass the person you who buys what it. If, what if, let's just say, let me tell you guys a story. Let me tell you a story one time where I think a lot of people do this shit and I'm about sick of it. And I'm going to tell you a story. When my mom and I still had a relationship, her husband had a heart attack in the middle of the, in the, middle of the daytime. But we were trying to run around and get, it was crazy. He had passed away in the hospital shortly after he had had the heart attack oh, and yeah. been carried away. I had, we were frantic. We had just had a death in the family. It was raining so hard. We, had, we were supposed to be, I don't even know what we were supposed to be going to Walmart to get. Okay, but we had gone to Walmart to get, I think, locks to hide, you know what I mean? Like put, a, put some locks on some storage buildings so that we could do some something. I don't know what the hell we were trying to do, but tensions were high. It was raining so hard in the Walmart parking lot that you couldn't see where you were parking. Oh, yeah. We were meeting with the U-Haul. Right. Okay, yeah. I parked the car, and I came, and I was, I was drenched. I was drenched when I went into Walmart. I was drenched when I came out of Walmart, but the rain had stopped. And I had probably... You had, tell them, tell them it, it was started raining so hard that you couldn't see the parking That's, line. I said that Did you already. Say that? Yeah. So you ended up parking. It was raining so hard I couldn't see where I was parking. I was bawling, crying. Right. There was a lot going on at So the you moment. ended up parking right in between, in the middle of two parking spaces where it took up two. Unbeknownst to you because you couldn't see. Yeah, because I had a lot of shit going on. Right. So, okay. By the way, I parked out in the end right. this aisle. Is this is like far I, down. Knew, I knew I couldn't see where the freaking parking lines were, so I wasn't trying to inconvenience anybody. So I just parked the car, literally threw it into park, ran into Walmart, ran back out of Walmart, and there was about 30 notes on my car talking about how they wished my, my dad had used a condom, how I was a piece of shit and need to go back to school to learn how to park. I mean, you name it, they were wet. They were stuck to my car. People, I guess, noticed that the first three people had left a note, and so they thought it would be funny at that point to go on and just stack on. Right. It's like the first few gave everybody else license to be really ugly. So that's what happens when you just follow blindly what a whole bunch of strangers are doing when you're attacking somebody. It's, you don't even know what you're doing. When I came, that crushed me. a mob me. mentality. That crushed me. It crushed me. Yeah. I remember that was, that was difficult. You know, because they were saying a lot of uh, conceiving a baby and things that should have happened to have stopped the conception. There was a lot of well, that it was crap. Just, but that's, but you look, know, I've it's seen just like, that kind of funny shit on the internet. I have laughed at it before. I have seen people leave awful, awful, awful notes on people's cars. Like, making like fake mazes and like being like if you can get from here to here then you can park this car you idiot i have laughed at that shit before i thought it was hilarious and then it happened to you and then it happened to me and it didn't just happen to me with one note it happened to me with 30 notes and it happened During to me when i was situation. absolutely broken as a human being i was broken my kids watched that guy die you guys i was broken something had happened to my children that day that i couldn't erase and I came outside, and the whole human race had be had ganged up on me. Over a over a parking space. And I thought, is this what the world is? Is this what people are? Everybody's got that in them. That's the thing. You know, we're not perfect people. No one's perfect, and everyone 
given the right condition, can be viciously ugly. We've all got that in us. But I think we all have a responsibility to try to be better people. Don't rattle off the comment. Don't hit enter right off the bat. Yeah, just don't pop the note on someone's car. Yeah, just because you Take see a breath. five other people doing it don't mean you got to do you it know, too. Do you want to be treated that way? I feel like we're talking down to people for some no, reason. No, but it's, it's like sometimes if you're it's, a 20-year-old, if you're a 19-year-old, if you're an 18-year-old, I hope you hear this. I hope you hear what that type of mentality will get you if you think that you're just being funny and ganging up on somebody in their YouTube comment section and they're not hard like me and they ain't been through that type of shit. And they haven't given birth to two babies with an epidural and dealt with a mother with mental illness and been ganged up on the human race. Because at that point, for me, you guys, the comment warrior bullshit, I, you're going to have to do a hell of a lot better than that to make a dent in this. But everybody's not Seriously. that way. But everybody's Everybody. not that way. And it makes me uh, sick and upset that that's happening to other people. But at the same time, it happens to everybody. Malevolence is real. There is evil things going on out there. There's kids being hurt. There's people being murdered. And if you are so hell-bent and set on doing something about it and typing and leaving your little message to everybody and everything on the world, then get up off of your lazy ass and do something about it. Start a program Get somebody involved. Do something about it. If you think that price gouging is out of control and you think that everybody's just wrong and you're the only one that's right and you know everything about everything, start your own damn plant shop and yeah. import them for $700 or import them, import them for 70 and then sell them for 40 and do your part to make sure everything's right. good and golden in the right. world. But don't come to my channel and bitch to me about what I'm selling stuff for because that's my right and I can do whatever the hell I want to do. And I hope this empowers a lot of people out there in the plant community. Kaylee Ellen can too. Kaylee Ellen can too. She has a plant too. shop. Plant Me Ashley can too. She has a plant shop. And if you're listening to this, you can too. And there's a lot of shame to be spread around in the plant community right now. But guess what? You do what the hell you want to do. Rachel said it was okay. If you have a problem and someone has a problem, you said Rachel said it was okay for me to be myself and do whatever the hell I wanted to do. Matter of fact, I have merch right now. If you want to go buy one, it says, don't tell me what to do. And it's got a big monstera leaf on it. And I mean it from the bottom of my soul all the way to the top of my head. Don't tell me what to do okay i'm over here i'm going to collect whatever plants i want i'm going to call them rare if i want to i'm going to make videos about whatever the hell i want to do i'm going to not give a shit how it makes you know i have a customer base i have people who watch me i know what they want to see i ask them what they want to see you don't get to come along with the relationship between me and my fifteen thousand lovely subscribers and ruin that you don't right. get to leave your little turds everywhere you know what i mean like right. that's just not the way it goes so that you can try that is just you know you can try and i can tell you if you're on youtube wasting your time criticizing everybody else and how they're doing things it's probably because your ass ain't busy enough doing things on your own and, and really i'll tell you one thing when i got busy when I got real busy doing this channel and the podcast, post Harley, and Instagram, <laughs> post Harley, the horse that ha- the horse, the horse that Harley built, um, the house that Harley built, for sure, I got super busy and I didn't have time to worry about anybody's bullshit anymore. I and, didn't. And if you're wondering, you're not going to tear us down. It's not going to have an effect. I'm just saying, it's not going to work on us. If so. you feel like you got to, you know belittle people because of the choices that they make, I suggest that you get busier with your time. 
because no one wants to hear it. No one cares what, you know, what you think everybody else should be doing. I'm not telling you what you should be doing. I'm not telling you nothing. What I'm saying is if you're hearing this message, you be empowered. You do what you want to do. Follow Every your time dream. you're sitting there thinking about, oh, I want to do this, and then that thought but creeps I'm afraid. in. But I'm afraid because everybody, I have those same thoughts too. You are not alone. But when that shit creeps into your mind, you got to say, you know what? You know what? Do they pay my bills? Hmm? Mm-mm. Do they come in and pay my water bill? Do they rub my feet at night? Do they tell me how pretty I am? Do they buy me plants? Do they make me coffee? Do they tell me I'm beautiful? Then I don't care what yeah. they think. Just and press you need record. to just move on about your day. Yeah. And on. really, when you, when those people are out there saying all this ugly crap, it says more about them than it does about the person they're trying to tear down. Right. You know, Kaylee Ellen is successful. Plant right. me actually successful. Right. Sharita Talita is, is successful. You didn't uh, hear them talking about nobody out right. there that didn't have, you They're know. not pulling some person out that, that no one's watching. They're trying to tear down successful people. If you don't like them, don't watch them. But guess what? It's not like we're shocked by any of this happening. Right. That says more about the person that's doing it, though. But kind of, yeah. you know, how about everybody just take a deep breath and work on yourself? We all got problems. We all got issues that we try to do. I'm, every time I look at that light, it blinds me. Quit looking at <laughs> you it. You know, but uh, work on yourself. You know, take take a deep breath, bring the temperature down in your life a little bit, and work on something yeah. internally. You know, quit trying to worry about what they're doing. You know, they're not hurting some. They're not hurting anybody. You just don't like their content, so don't so watch their on. content. Don't move on. It. And that has been my TED talk. Thank you so much for coming to Rachel's Reflections. That was Rachel's Reflections. So, you know. That's all. I've That's got a to lot say. of reflecting. That was a lot of reflecting. I had a lot of shit to say. Sorry, you guys. Yep. Yeah, it's very rare that you're going to see Rachel make notes. Yeah. So when she's making notes, she's trying to be very precise. Yeah. It's just not uh, just a, a topic that we're going to just kind of run around off the cuff. This was she. You know, when she's making notes, I knew she was serious. Because it's hard for me not to be yep. ugly. It's hard for me not to name call. I have to make a a real effort about it. You know right. what I mean? Because it did upset me. It made me mad. What happened? But. At the same time, I'm not going to be who they are. Yeah, and I would. I just like to, you know, because you've kind of done it today. You've defended people that you're, that you're not necessarily really close with. They're not in your inner circle or nothing like that. But you're still defending them. And I would just challenge everybody else. You know, it's because you don't know someone real well when you see it. Or defend them. Get you this. know, there's nothing wrong with Even doing the right thing. If you don't agree with them, like let's say that their principles are different than your principles or they collect different plants than what you collect or they're just on a different level or they say LECA is the only thing we can use on plants. doesn't mean you, you just just be nice, dude. It ain't hard. Yeah. We, we concluded our TED Talk, Derek. You oh, got to move oh, on to something We got to move on. Sorry, my bad. I, I, I didn't hear myself hit the button, <laughs> did I? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a lot. And I hope that if you guys got offended by anything that I did say today in today's broadcast – I hope that you don't break up with me over it. A good, solid relationship is noticing that we have differences and it being okay. You know, you don't have to agree with everything I said today for us to still be homies. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you can't have a homie on the other side of the world without expecting something to be different for them, too. Right. You know what I mean? We're so all different. We're yeah. all different. We're not every. We all love each other. I don't other. think there's one person on this planet that I'm going to agree with 100% of the time, and that it includes sure you. sure as hell ain't me. You know? And it's not you. It's not going to be anybody. So, you know, we're all unique. I'll tell you yesterday, I was like, you argue with me all the time. And what did I say? No, I don't. And I yeah. wanted to argue about that. I said, no, I don't. I was like, <laughs> 
I supposed to live my life? You know uh, yeah. what I mean? It's like I like I wanted to be an attorney or something over. growing up. I just can't help but take the counter position. Yeah, you know, like, you know, I grew. I was that way growing up. You know, everybody loved Michael Jordan, and I wanted to argue against Michael Jordan for the longest. Even though I liked him, it's like eh, everybody else does. So you were I'm a contrarian. I'm a contrarian to Michael Jordan. Yes, for a long time. I finally, I, toward the end of his career, it was just undeniable. It's like okay, I like Michael it is Jordan. Undeniable. But early in he his career, you know, I was the contrarian. You know, uh, but you you're know, the contrarian every day you wake up. I can't help it. It's just you know, I like rooting for the. I always like rooting for the underdog. If I don't have a like, who's the underdog? Uh, Anybody that played against Michael Jordan was the <laughs> underdog, <laughs> you know. He was uh, killing them. You know. Uh, he was killing them. Did, uh, did we talk about we watched? Yeah, I think we yeah, talked think about we talked it about here. That. We watched that. Uh, that was a super good documentary. I really love that. Yeah, 30. That was a ESPN yeah. deal about Michael, uh, J- Michael Jordan was The Last very... Dance. I think we mentioned that before, but if you have, if, even if you're not a sports fan, The Last Dance was a great documentary yeah, about the Chicago so Bulls dynasty of the 90s. It? It's like 10 or 12 episodes, but, I mean, it was just so well done. I mean, you just, you know. I really it, respect him. I really respect the way he lives his life. I respect the way yep. he deals with things. I respect how, I respect how driven he is. Just there, insanely driven. Just yeah, he a was, level of drive that's like alien. You know right. what I mean? I really like to watch people. Driven to the point like of that. being almost, he almost couldn't have relationships, yeah. friendships. He was so driven. And he wanted to, he demanded the best. He demanded so much from everybody else. It was hard on the people around him. Sometimes and to I'm see like, that I'm like, I'm like, coming from Scottie Pippen and from other people who you think were great players and, you know, how hard it was sometimes, you know. And it was just like, wow, you know, what, what's that like? I always think of what it would have been like to be married to him. Yeah, well, he, I think he went through a couple of marriages. I think he had some trouble there. <laughs> he went through it, a couple of them? Yeah, it was just difficult, you know. And uh, fortunately for like, him, he grew up in the pre-internet. trying to get the house closed. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. like, Michael Jordan comes home, and you're like, son of a bitch. It's never going to be good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what is he doing? Was he taking, like, the white glove, and he's, like, doing this number and shit? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm sure. I bet he just de- he demanded really high performance from everybody around I, I don't know if his him. whole life was that way, but I know he lived, he lived an extravagant life, and a lot of people had trouble with that because, you know, he was making so much money just from Nike. That yeah, it was so cool. He could when we go out and it, drop half Nike a million. Wasn't nothing. Yeah. Nike was a he nothing put, company. He put Nike. Nike. Crazy. Yeah, that was the interesting thing. That's like at the time Nike was known for something else. They weren't known for their shoes. I think it was tennis. It was a oh, obscure no, 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 no. sport. Uh, Running it, shoes. Um, I don't even think it was that. Track shoes. It was track. It was. Like, it might have been a track shoe, but it was kind of like a minor sport, and they were like just a player. And I think Adidas tennis was the big. Maybe? Adidas and Reebok maybe were the big players back then. And uh, I think he was about to sign a contract with another deal, and his dad said, at least go hear them out. Let's go hear their presentation. And the next thing you know, he signs with Nike, and the rest is history because oh, it was just it's just crazy. But it, anyway, go watch it. It's really interesting. Whether you're a sports fan or not, it was really interesting. Oh, Everybody knows who Michael Jordan is. As long as you have a little bit of an understanding of what he was, it's very interesting to watch. Highly recommended. Oh, Peepot. Oh, Peepot liked it, too. I'm ready to go outside and go potty, so I guess we're going to have to wrap it up. I am hey, too. I'm ready to go eat. Take it easy on my breasticles. <laughs> Back up. Oh, that hurt. She's digging in. Well, thank you guys for listening. At the... No, 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 no. you got to leave them with something Uh-oh. a little bit more high-key than that. We have just drug everybody through the whole mud. I don't think so. I think we were just honest and open about some stuff. 
I think so, too. I'm sorry I didn't mean to bring you guys down today. And I swear to God, on HSL, my original channel, I have a no negative comments policy, which is what we talked about. So you won't hear any of that. I don't talk about negative shit. I don't bring up negative shit. But if you want to know how I feel about it, you can come here and you can re-listen to it. If you're ever doubting yourself, if you're ever feeling like, ah, I feel so much pressure. Everybody's just so much pressure, so much pressure, so much pressure. Come listen to this podcast and listen to what I have to say about it because you need someone in your life that's telling you it's okay to be who you are. Right. There's a million, bajillion different versions of human beings on this planet, and God made you perfect, and it is okay to be who you are and like the things that you like and be into the things that you like. If you like rare plants, that's okay. If you like common house plants, that's okay, too. If you like a little bit of both. If you like a little bit of both, that's okay, too. And for the love of God, live your life for yourself. Because these bitches ain't going to be holding your hand when you're in a hospital bed dying on the end, at the end of your rope. These bitches ain't going to be there. It's going to be the people who cared about you and yourself. So take care of yourself. Cut Mama out the Rachel said it. Cut out the toxic people out of your life. Cut out the negative comments. Block the people who are bothering you and live your life in peace the way it's intended. Okay? We love you guys so, so, so much that we are willing to open up to you like this. So be gentle in the comment section. <laughs> I love you guys. I hope that you have a great week. We will talk to you later. Bye. See you guys. in my kitchen with too much heat she got my flapjack sleeping